It is now time to experience the buzz. A podcast that takes an inside look at amazing people doing amazing things. Get ready for some great conversation that will be fascinating, educational, and inspiring. We will also leave room to help small businesses in a big way. Now, here's your host, entrepreneur Steve Buzzard. And welcome in, everybody. It is so good to have you. It's another edition of Experience the Buzz. That's right, the podcast that highlights entrepreneurs, small business owners, and personalities of Sacramento. And today, we've got a spotlight on a great business owner of Insta Physique. That's right. Her name is Amy Brown, and she has not one but two locations. And of course, when you're in the fitness field, you got to have your niche. And Amy definitely has her niche. Plus, she gets to talk about what it's like to just be a small business owner. We have had many conversations, being a small business owner myself, of just kind of going through things. I remember conversations we had during COVID uh, that took place about the challenges of what are we going to do to make things still ran uh, effectively. And so I'm very excited about today's episode. Again, Amy Brown is going to be with us. More on her in just a moment. It's now time for What's the Buzz? And of course, we love our sponsor. Sponsors, and I just want to let you know there is room for more. You know, I was checking it out. And I was saying, you know what? The easiest thing for anyone who is a small business uh, out there that just wants to get the spotlight. And listen, we're gaining traction with this show. We've now got a hundred and 13 episodes uh, in which we feature people like yourself that are small business owners out there. This is a great place to shine. And all you have to do is go to buzzerball.com. I've actually updated it now and you will see the things that I do under my umbrella. But the two in in specific that I wanted to kind of highlight is the Experience the Buzz podcast and then first look on YouTube, which is my heavy metal segment. But up top, you will see buttons that say, listen in, ETB on YouTube and then become a sponsor. So then all you do is you click the link for become a sponsor and right there, we have got the packages. Now, you can do it very simply with the money packages. We got, I do a basketball theme, layup package, three-pointer package, and the slam dunk package. Um, And those are all customizable. But let me let you in on this. Um, Pit Boss Jerky doesn't do money. He just supplies me beef jerky. To me, that's a great trade. Then I have R5 Stitch and Print with Troy Rousey, and we just do trade-outs. So any gear that I have for Experience the Buzz, I do through him. And then, of course, Little Whale Swim School, they do one of these packages on a monthly. So they are there for you and you can check them out. In addition, we want to invite you to check us out on YouTube. Experience the Buzz has been there since episode 80. So that's a good, what, 30 plus that we have there. And then we also have that heavy metal segment that I was talking about called First Look. We are right now, as we talk today, 521 subscribers. Uh, We're on the brink of a big partnership that we're getting ready to announce. And so things are happening. But really, I want to keep the focus on the locals, right? So if, again, if you are a small business out there and you want to get on board, just head to buzzerball.com. My information is there. You can reach out to me personally and I can show you how you can be successful right here on ETB. All right, back more to our conversation with Amy Brown, again, the owner, the CEO and founder of Insta Physique. And we've got our conversation right now. So with that said, enjoy the conversation.
Welcome in, everybody. It is Experience the Buzz, episode number 113. Amy Brown is with us, the CEO and founder of Insta Physique. How you doing, Amy? I am great. How are you? Good to be with you. I'm doing Yeah, fantastic. Fantastic. So good to have you. And I've been uh, excited to have you on board because I, I just look at what you've done and you're a true entrepreneur. I know a lot of our conversations when it came to business came during that little thing called COVID, COVID or the pandemic or whatever. And we'll we'll address that a little later in the program. But the fact is, is that you have got a great place. Insta Physique, uh, two locations in Sacramento and Roseville. You've been doing it for seven years. And so first of all, congratulations there for just being a great small business owner. I'm sure you're very excited about what you've been able to do. Thank you. Yes, it's definitely, it's been a journey. It's been a ride. Seven years. Um, sounds like a long time, but it feels like it's just been a few years. It goes by so quickly. So, yeah. Yeah, it does. And uh, let's talk about our connection because our connection is through your son and basketball. So, uh, yeah, yes. I'll let you kind of tell the story. Sure. Um, yeah, I definitely met you through Buzzard Ball. I think my son started, he's 11 and in fifth grade now, but he started, I think, in kindergarten. Um, I had just moved back yes. to Sacramento at that time um, and was looking for something to put him in and found your business, which I absolutely love. Um, and we've done it every year, summer and winter since. So, um, And as you mentioned, too, we, I think, connected a little bit more during COVID when we did a little off-the-grid basketball. Um, had that outdoor connection going to keep our kids healthy during that time. Um, so that was that was fun. And we love sponsoring Buzzard Ball too. I get to do that for my business. And yep. it's been a it's been a fun connection. So I'm happy to speak with you today. Yeah. Yeah, just another platform where we get to highlight Insta Physique. And so let me I'll just say this word, megaformer, right? It sounds like a great movie title and <laughs> stuff, but really that is the basis. Now you've got a lot more that you offer, but everything surrounds this, which makes it a unique kind of experience that you won't find other places. You tell me more. Correct. So I think you can kind of probably see them behind me if you're watching the video. Um, these yes. are mega formers. So we offer a small group fitness experience here at Insta Physique, um, based around our workout that we do on the mega former. So it's a resistance based machine. Um, and what's unique about it and our workout is that it's a high intensity workout, but without the impact. So those two things are typically unique because usually in a high intensity workout, it can be high impact also. Um, so everything we do here is based around being safe for the joints and the spine and the connective tissue so anybody can do it um, but it's also probably one of the most intense workouts anyone will do because of the fact we keep constant tension on our muscles throughout the entire 40-minute workout which is different um, than in traditional workouts where you may be starting and setting up exercises or things like that so um, the other thing that's unique about it is that it incorporates um, all of the aspects of fitness in one single workout so if you think you know, cardio, strength training, endurance training, balance and flexibility training. We get to do that all in 40 minutes. So um, it's, I like to look at it for people that maybe don't have the time to work out or don't really enjoy working out. You can get three 40 minute workouts in a week and you're good. You don't have to go, you know, do a run if you don't want to, or go ride your bike or go lift weights because you get to kind of do it all in here. So that's the workout. We also, um, over time, we have added, um, a trampoline workout. I know the little delay. Um, 
bounce. So we do um, some bounce workouts too on a rebounder, which is also low impact cardio. And that's fun. We started that during COVID. And then in Sacramento, we've added recovery services too. So um, it's it's been fun to grow it and to really build upon our founding mission, which is to just build um, a be- your best healthy body in a safe and effective manner and to have fun doing it. Yeah, I love the tagline that you guys have, the smartest, fastest, and most effective way to transform your body. And what's interesting is with the mega former, former I, I, the word that comes to mind is patience, right? Because, you know, when someone wants to go in and work out, sometimes you're trying to scurry and do it too fast. And maybe you're thinking, well, maybe today is shoulder day and leg day. This is not me, by the way. I'm the Peloton guy, whatever. But, you know, for yeah. most people... For you, it's like with the megaformer, you got to be very patient, yet it's going to do everything that you need it to do. So the 40 minutes that you say that you're going to work out and that you do it three days a week, like, you know, I don't want to use the word guarantee, but that's the guarantee is like the patient workout, it's going to pay off for you. Yeah. And um, it's one to that you never plateau in. Um because of the way that we work the muscles. Um, we do a lot of eccentric training, so loading the muscles as they lengthen, which strengthens the joints. Um, but for example, like you, you mentioned, um, you know, leg day or doing shoulders and things like that. One of the things that I fell in love with this workout, um, the reason being is that, you know, when you're working your legs, you're also working your core, your abs, your arms. Um, and so if you don't have time to go, you know, work out five, six days a week, but you want to see results, this is really addicting because you get to see those pretty quickly. Yeah. Yeah. And everybody wants results. I mean, so that's a good thing. So yeah. So Insta Physique, we mentioned there are two locations. So in Sacramento, uh, they're at 2310 Fair Oaks Boulevard. Now, by the way, this is a new location in Sacramento. We'll talk about that move that took place and it's, it's not far. So the original location uh, and now the new location are literally across the street from each other. And you can't miss it when you're going down Fair Oaks near Howe Avenue. And then in Roseville, uh, they're at 1470 Eureka Road in Roseville Suite 100. And that's by seeing a restaurant if you're familiar with mm-hmm. the Roseville area. Of course, uh, you know, instaphysique.com is a website. We're going to put everything in the show notes. But now we need to know what is the story? What's the story of Amy Brown? So just so you know, Amy Sakai Dragon right? So she's from Sacramento, but then went down to SoCal for college. And then you came across, you know, kind of this method. Uh, they call it the Legree Fitness, which a lot of people know that's kind of accustomed to Pilates and then the megaformer that we're talking about. And, and talk about kind of your journey of being able to see that and then bring it up to Sacramento and then create Insta Physique, which obviously is a very unique, like we said, fitness uh, idea for a lot of people out there. Yeah. Um, I, as you mentioned, grew up in Sacramento, um, moved when I was 17 down to San Diego for college, um, and then to LA. And that's where I spent, um, all of my career before I moved back here. Um, so early on in my career, I, I was working at a large, large ad agency and I worked in, um, commercial production and enjoyed that. Um, and then had moved on to work um, at a smaller business doing uh, commercial production, working with kids. Um, I did that for about 10 years. And through that experience, I had a great mentor and I really got to learn how to run a small business. So I got to have my hands in all things operations and marketing and business development, um, all the day-to-day accounting and things like that. Um, 
So at the time, I never really, I think, had a goal early on of opening my own business, but I think that probably planted the seed a little bit. Um, and during that time too, is when I had first discovered like the first version of this workout that we have here at Instaphysique, um, back in 2005, I think it was, I lived down the street from, um, a studio that was owned by the founder of this workout. So I started training there. Um, and at that time he had just started licensing the workout. So it was just starting to expand around LA. Um, and so that planted the seed too in my head. Gosh, I wish you know, maybe at some point I could perhaps do this, but it was almost a pipe dream at that point. Um, and I enjoyed my career. I went to work for then a, a trade agency in the apparel um, industry. So again, another small business that I got to kind of have my hands in all things. Um, it still had that little voice in my ear of opening this down there. Um, and just never, never could do it. I didn't have the funds. I didn't think, you know, I had that fear of failure at that time. I probably couldn't get around in my head. Um, and then I ended up back in Sacramento. And so, um, my mom was still here and I was kind of doing the back and forth with my son who I was a single mom at that point. He was three and I just, I had a, not a breaking point, but I just, I couldn't do the back and forth. So I said, I'm going to go to Sacramento for a little bit, spend some time. And then my plan was to come back to LA. Um, and move on in my career there. But once I landed back in Sacramento, one of the first things that I did was look for this workout or a similar version, and it wasn't here. So that was the voice in my head that was like, okay, you've got to, you know, just break through whatever fear you have is holding you back in that and figure out. I had no idea how I was going to do it, but over the next few months, I decided to move back into my, my mom's house with my son, um, which was interesting as a 40 year old woman, uh, <laughs> um, but I saved up that way and, um, found the space, you know, had been working on my business plan for a little bit of time and just bootstrapped it and opened. Um, we opened with eight mega formers and I had a small staff when I opened. Um, I taught, you know, probably seven days a week back then and just built the business up to the point um, where we were able to expand. Um, and as you mentioned, this past year, we moved across the street. So it almost tripled the, the size of the space that we have, which allowed me to add the different services that we now offer too. So it's it's been a ride and a lot of obstacles in the way, but I've I've enjoyed it. So see, that's the story in a nutshell. So now we're going to kind of break it apart. And I want to take it yeah. back to when you were in SoCal. And this is what's interesting as an entrepreneur. Sometimes I, I, you know, and this is true with me too, is like sometimes you don't even realize that you're an entrepreneur. Like I too went to college. I went to college to be a broadcaster. I thought that was going to be my dream and I was going to pursue that dream. And then whatever you went to college for, you were doing all these things that you didn't know where they were going to lead to. But now here you are, because I always look at that as being like kind of things that happen along the way that you put in the tool belt that is going to equip you for whatever is that, that you truly do and what your passion is. And so it's fun to see that, that as you're describing that, like, yeah, you didn't know, but look where you are now. And thank goodness you had those opportunities. Yeah. I mean, hindsight, right? Like looking back, you, you wish you realized in the moment all of those points that you're experiencing they're kind of leading you to. Um, so I think being aware of those things is is great um, hindsight looking back. But yeah, I, I majored in English in college and thought I was going to be an attorney. So um, decided not to go to law school. And then it was, 
fell in love with advertising and marketing and so thought I'd get to do that my whole life, which I still I get to do now. Um, but definitely all of those little uh, blocks that looking back now kind of create the path and you just got to follow it and trust your gut as to where it's leading um, and make some hard choices along the way. But you're right. They do. They do lead you to what you're supposed to be doing. And I still don't look at myself as an entrepreneur often, but um, I definitely have the curiosity to, um, you know, keep looking. I find myself now too looking like what's next, what's next yep. in the business. Cause you never want to get comfortable with where you're at. I love that. And so Amy, we're, you know, we're similar, obviously in a lot of ways with that entrepreneur mindset, whether we fully embrace it or not kind of thing, it's there, but here's the big difference. And this is why I'm excited to have this discussion with you is with my business. I do not deal with brick and mortar. You, you deal with brick and mortar. And to me, you know, I, I feel like I'm, I'm good at a lot of things, but I cannot wrap my mind around being able to go through the process of finding a place, purchasing a place, designing a place, you know, all those things. So I think for people listening out there, I would love for you to speak to that as you came to Sacramento, made the decision that you were going to open Insta Physique. What went into that when you were looking for the brick and mortar, the place where your, you know, Insta Physique was going to come alive? Yeah, it, it's funny because uh, the original space that I found, I knew it the second I saw it that that was the place, and I it probably took me a couple months to. I had been working on a business plan um, as I was still debating mentally whether I was ready to leave my safety because at the time I I was responsible 100% for this little human, and I was thinking, okay, like, do I take this risk and potentially? <laughs> blow it up um, or, you know, be safe in my, in my job. But I, I'd seen the space and that kept speaking to me um, that, okay, this is your cue. It's there. It's still available. You've got to, you've got to do it. But the process of it is something that I really enjoy because it's like designing something from scratch and almost building your own little baby. Um, so as you mentioned, um, you know, lease negotiations and things like that. Finding a space um, is one part of it, but, you know, did the terms match what you're looking for? So um, for me, always seeking out people with knowledge in areas that I'm not an expert in has been key. So, um, you know, a real estate attorney is important to have um, when you're dealing with those sorts of things. The design aspect of it or kind of what I was trying to offer um, was something that I... Um, had visualized for a while. Um, and that's the part that I really enjoy. Like if I didn't have to deal with the day to day of running a business, I would love and enjoy personally just opening a bunch of businesses. Cause I love that, that process. Um, so you got to think about, you know, your digital imprint, you know, your marketing, your website, um, can you build all these things, your signage, and then well, how do you get people in the door? <laughs> um, especially, in our case, it was a brand new workout to the area. People weren't familiar with what we do and what we offer. So how are we going to educate and get the word out? And then you got to hire people. Um, so all, all of those little things, um, even the day-to-day, -day, you know, um, getting utilities and things like that, and nothing's easy in terms of uh, opening. So that was, I learned a lot along the way, um, but it was a great experience. And then by the time I opened the second one, I felt a lot more confident going into it. See, that's great because you 
you appreciated the process, right? So to be excited about that, I think that's what allowed you to then say, yeah, I could do a second location. If it was something you dread, I think what you would have done is obviously found someone that was expert in the field, maybe still open the second location, but it's cool that you were at the forefront of mm -hmm. both of those openings. So, you know, let's talk about, you know, you get everything in place and like, the way I, I think about it is I think about like a major league baseball player playing in their very first game, right? It's a big moment. Well, for a small business owner, when you open your business for the first time, all of the blood, sweat, and tears that you've put in, and then the day comes. It's opening day. So take me through what opening day was like when you opened the doors, like maybe the fears that you had and everything, and then what was the results as things started to build? Yeah. Oh gosh. Um, it's hard to even remember, uh, that <laughs> back that far, but I think, um, we had done a pretty good job at the time of trying to get the word out via local media, um, doing some earned media mm -hmm. outreach, um, which was helpful to us. Cause at the time, like there was Instagram, but it wasn't as popular, you know, right now. And, um, so we were starting like getting some Facebook messaging out, um, and just trying to get out in the local community a little bit, meet the neighbors and that type of stuff. So um, when we opened, we had maybe um, I think maybe five classes on the schedule um, in a day. Didn't fill them all at first, um, but then probably about three or four months in, we started filling the classes and uh, words started getting out a little bit more. People were driving from further away, um, telling their friends and um, and that's the point of the business when you start looking at, um, at least for me, what I learned early on, it was just building it. And then pretty quickly in, I realized that this is not just fitness that we're offering people. The human connection part is really what we're offering. Um, and so I think I mentioned to you before, I, I don't look at us as a fitness studio. We're in the human connection business. And that, um, has been over the last few years, really the avenue that we've taken, um, in terms of how we treat everything. So, um, and when I say that, I mean, you know, how many people that we come in contact with can leave here saying that they had a better day because they spent 40 minutes in here. So our goal is always to give someone the best 40 minutes of the day. So that when they leave, they feel a source of strength or inspiration and they can go tackle everything that they need to do outside of here. Um, and so with our staffing and our training and the way we engage with people, that has to be our theory um, and how we handle everything um, from the top down so that we're all on the same page and people feel like we want people to feel an experience when they come in here. They're not just a faceless person that's doing a workout and they get sweaty and then they leave. Um, so really fostering that sense of community has been probably the most important thing that we focused on over the last few years. Yes. And this is a thread that I, I definitely have been hearing a lot and makes total sense to me. It's something that is a cornerstone for me is just creating the experience and having that customer service part being up top, like up top. Now in the early going, I'm sure you were doing a lot of everything, right? And then as you put people in place, you then had to get people that were on your same page. So I wonder, I want to know what you know, what were the challenges there, right? There's only one Amy Brown. And so how do you, how do you duplicate that and create the culture? Cause culture is so, so big. Culture is so big. Um, that's probably the hardest, not, not that I want to duplicate me by all means, but, uh, duplicate the, <laughs> 
Um, there's much better people in here. Um, you, you definitely, as you mentioned, you have to find people with empathy, um, customer empathy, people that can put themselves um, in the position of what someone that's entering the door maybe has gone through. So um, especially in fitness, I think oftentimes it is can be an ego-driven business um, where, you know, someone's on a stage when they're teaching. And so finding the right personalities who um, are really in it to serve others and that want to help someone else meet their goals, and that's their sole purpose of doing this, um, has been key to hiring. Um, and so we do like a lot of different personality um quizzes and things like that and ask questions to kind of get to the the meat of who someone is, like what is their why and wanting to to do this. Um, in our trainings, we have everyone go through like a Simon Sinek, find your why uh, training. So we, we've put a lot of thought into our training program and building that out. Um, so that's been key. Um, and yeah, like you had mentioned, I'm still though, as a small business owner, I still come in and I clean the bathrooms and I, you know, we have a cleaning person, but if I'm working out here, I see dust on the mirror and <laughs> got to right. get the windows. Yeah. So yeah, just all the details you want, you want to find people that treat the business as you would and that notice the small things too, because it's those little micro experiences for people that they notice and keeps them coming back. Yeah. I call it the behind the curtain stuff that people don't realize. Right. And as an owner, you want, it's your baby. You said it, you know, you want to care for it. Yeah. You know, uh, for me, like with basketball, I remember in the days that we did kindergarten through second grade games at the school I taught at at St. Michael's, I would go on Sunday mornings at five thirty in the morning, sweep, set up and it had to be a, a certain way. Right. Why? Because that's part of the experience. And so if you care about it, you're going to put in that time. It's going to matter. Then hopefully everybody else kind of sees that. So the next part of this is that you open in Roseville. And th this is going to be interesting because you and I had talked about this, but you have people from Sacramento going to Sacramento. And like you said, maybe outskirting areas, but then you open in Roseville. You may be in your mind thinking, okay, everybody's the same but you realize there's a different vibe. Can you talk about that? Man, that was a learning experience, yeah. Um, mm -hmm. When I had opened Roseville, I was a year and a half into the first location. So not a ton of, of time, but we had quite a few clients that were driving you know, 30, 40 minutes from Roseville area, um, Folsom area to Sacramento, and, and we were full at the time. So had spent probably about six, seven months looking at space in Roseville. Um, and decided to open when I found the right space um, and then quickly realized, okay, this is a different, completely different business. Um, you know, people can buy and book classes the same, like we treat it the same on the business end, but in terms of the way you um, find your customers here, um, especially at that time, um, and the way you're communicating with them and treating them was, was different. Um, so marketing channels, very different mindset, very different um, in our industry in this area, especially at that time, most people were either members of or all they knew was big box gyms. So, um, you know, this big lifetime out here, um, all of the bigger big box gyms where people would just come in and work out. Um, maybe they didn't have the experience of having to purchase a class in advance and book it online. Um, you know, planning, holding yourself accountable to a workout because there's a no-show fee if you don't show up for the machine that you booked, that whole thing. Um, so it was a lot of educating and 
um, kind of stepping outside of the box in terms of uh, finding. It, it was definitely more challenging to build the business here in Roseville than in Sacramento, which seems to be more of a tighter knit community um, where people will try a lot of different and share a lot of different fitness studios. That's cool. I mean, you got two different experiences within Instant Physique. So what a great way to kind of learn, you know, and just like, yeah. okay, wow, wasn't what I thought it would be, but then being able to adapt. So the last piece of this first segment um, that I wanted to get to is you have a background in marketing and branding and everything. So I think it goes without saying that you probably did everything for Instant Physique. So this is kind of a geek question. I always like to know what's behind coming up with the name. What's uh, behind coming up with the font and the logo? And what's behind the colors that you choose? Ah, great questions. Um, okay, the name, i that took me probably almost a year to finally decide. I had kicked around mm. a bunch, and this one stuck with me. Um, Insta physique, the Insta portion was the fact that it is probably in my opinion, the quickest way that you can build up your physique. So when you think Insta, it's quick, it's fast. Um, you know, in an instant, our workout is 40 minutes. So that all tied in. And then the physique part was, you know, obviously what we do. So um, building a strong functional physique. So tying those two together, um, colors and logo and all of that. I did work with a designer because to me that was important. I, I'm not a I love branding and marketing, but I'm not, um, I, you know, do a little bit of design for fun, but I'm not a professional designer. So hired someone for that. And we did a bunch of iterations of logos and things like that. And I knew in my head that, um, I wanted some version of blue. Um, and so that has the color that we've built upon. It's important to have a strong brand color. Um, and so that was what we decided on, but I, I had looked at, you know, all sorts of yellows and orange. And so I, um, definitely took my time, maybe a little too much time with deciding on that, but all those details are important. So <laughs> they are, Yeah, they are. they are. Now I did notice that I don't know if it's an update on your logo, but you've got just the eye like on its own. Ah. Is that something new or is that something um, that's in place? You have a very good eye, Steve. Um, that is new. It's more for um, icons to be used um, where we need yeah. specific sizing. So um, different, um, you know, icons for social media and things like that. Yeah. Okay. Updated a little yeah, bit. I just, you know. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> I just kind of geek out on that stuff, but it's fun. It's fun to get the background on, you know, why you came up with the name and everything. So thank you for sharing that. Well, folks, that's the first segment. And what if I told you there's so much more? That's right. We're going to continue this conversation. We're going to take a break and uh, check in with our sponsors, which are, by the way, all small businesses that are here in Sacramento. And that's what this show is all about. So don't go anywhere. More of my conversation with Amy Brown right after this. I hope you enjoyed that first segment with Amy Brown. It is now time to thank our wonderful sponsors, three of them. I call them the big three. So happy to have them on board. And each of them, the owners of these small businesses, have been featured right here on Experience the Buzz. We have Anya Hall from Little Whale Swim School. She was featured in Episode 6. Uh, Troy Rousey of R5 Stitch and Print featured in episode 25 
And then, of course, Joe Green, the pit boss of Pit Boss Jerky, featured in episode 26. Yes, we'd love to tell their stories, and you can check those out in the archive. Starting with Little Whale Swim School, Premier Swim School in Sacramento, located at 4106 El Camino Avenue. You can check them out at littlewhaleswim.com. Obviously, we're getting ready to ramp up for the spring and the summer. The beautiful thing about Little Whale Swim is that it's year-round. They have great indoor facilities, and they always say it's always summer at Little Whale. Again, littlewhaleswim.com. Next up is R5 Stitch and Print. Again, I mentioned Troy Rousey, great owner there, a great family man, and a great community member. Uh, they specialize in screen printing and embroidery, have done a lot of work for me. And so you can check them out at r5print.com, or you can call them at 916-454-3773. And then finally, Pit Boss Jerky, best beef jerky there is. Okay, hands down, no bias. Once I tasted it, it was great. Got connected with Joe. He is now a sponsor. And not only that, I feel honored, but we actually have a flavor named after the show. That's right. It's the 12th and final flavor called Experience the Buzz before ETB flavor, which obviously I love and actually had a part in uh, being able to develop. Uh, my favorite is Raspberry Apple Chipotle. Island Teriyaki is a favorite amongst many. And then, of course, there's Keto Mix, Urban Smoke, Big Heat, and then the original six, Pepper Garlic, Pit Boss Original, Sweet Summer, Honey Gold, Sweet Smoky, and Little Heat. You can find them in local Amy hardware stores, two here in Sacramento and one up in El Dorado Hills. So again, a big thank you to my sponsors. Oh yeah, how can you get your hands on the beef jerky? Well, you can check them out at that location, Amy Hardware. Uh, they are also featured uh, in a brewery. Where is that? That is up in Auburn. That's right. And you could check them out there. And I don't have that name. I had it right here. Where was it? Oh my gosh. Okay. Knee Deep Brewery. There it is. Knee Deep Brewery in Auburn. Or you can get on the order board by calling 916-769-6807. Nothing like getting flustered. But you know what? The show must go on. Let's get back to our conversation with Amy Brown. Like what you hear so far? Make sure you never miss an episode of Experience the Buzz by clicking the subscribe button now. This podcast is made possible by listeners like you. Thank you for your support. It means everything. Now, back to the show. So, Amy, tell me what it was like when you opened the doors for the very first time. I know that can be exciting, can also be scary as a first-time business owner. Yep. It's scary. It's exhilarating. It's all of those things. So, um, opening the doors for the first time, it's, you know, is anyone going to come? Does anyone know about us? It's a lot of work to get your name out, um, in the beginning, especially, um, for me, it felt like, because this was a brand new workout to the area. No one knew what a mega farmer was and what we did. And, um, so, you know, all of the thoughts that kept me up 24 hours a day, seven days a week of, you know, I got to do this in terms of marketing and that, and we need to go talk to these people. And it just, um, people, the people that came in right away fell in love and, um, we really built a big word of mouth business, um, from the beginning. So that's the, that's the best way to go. Word of mouth business, right? Like you do your things through, you have a good website, which you guys do. It's instantphysique.com. Check it out for yourself. Uh, you got a great logo. I remember we had conversations about that. Like what, what was the reason behind your colors and everything? <laughs> and then obviously just kind of that welcoming to the community, right? So those are other pieces that I'm, I'm curious to hear about from yeah. you. And that is hiring a staff, right? Because there's Amy Brown, but you can't mm -hmm. duplicate yourself. You need to have more people that really exemplify 
what it is that you're trying to do with Instant Physique. So tell, take me through that. Who are like the first people that you hired and now the crew that you have, which obviously is growing, and then being able to manage a bigger group. See, I can't wrap my mind around that either. Like that's that's an overwhelming thing, but you've got it down. Yeah. Um, I think early on, like you've said, it's hard. You, you can't do everything yourself and be successful, but you're also dealing with, uh, okay, I don't have funds to hire a bunch of people in the beginning. So um, for me, that was just working through that. Definitely the first, first year I was, you know, I was teaching almost, you know, 15, 20 classes a week. Um, I was the, the cleaner. I was, you know, marketing, everything. Um, but I did have, we started with a staff of six, mm-hmm. I think, um, instructors at that time um, who were great that helped um, build the business and get it going. And then over the years, we've really um, evolved and have built, I've built incredible staff, um, not just me, but I have a um, wonderful manager and we've got a director of coach training now. And um, I'm still handling the marketing and I still still do the cleaning and stuff like that here and now, um, still coach a little bit, but I've really learned that over time, um, I've had to give up a lot of those things in order to be successful and to build and to grow. Um, so knowing, I think your strengths and your weaknesses mm-hmm. are important and what areas that you can, um, really dive in and be helpful. And then also knowing when to pull back. So like, I would love to teach more classes, but I know that when I'm doing that, my attention is not where it should be. Um, but yes, like you said, I think the biggest challenge is probably just the managing people. Um, you know, you, you want to keep your employees happy and growing. And, um, I've tried to foster a culture of just continuous education being important here. And so, um, when people start working here, they know that, um, we're going to keep working with them so that they can keep learning and growing professionally and personally. Um, and us too, like we continue to evolve as a company. So, um, the way that our workouts are programmed, we continue to evolve those. So I think having um, like agility and just being able to look forward of where you want to go is really important to um, entrepreneurs because um, you get so kind of caught into the day to day and every day there is a new fire to put out, it seems. So being able to you know manage that and to keep going, like always just keep doing and not get bogged down with with those things. You can't let it you know, deter you because every day something, something comes up that you don't expect. Absolutely. And, and I should mention, Whether it's a broken, like I had a broken toilet yesterday. And yeah. <laughs> what year did you guys open? your attention away. <laughs> what year did you guys open? Um, so open Sacramento in 26, March of 2016. And then, okay. so almost seven years now, um, it'll be seven years. Mm-hmm. And then Roseville actually opened a year and a half after that. So it's been, um, about oh, five that's years okay. We've been in Roseville. Yeah. Um, yeah. So it goes by. Quick. Okay, cool. Yeah. So I had that little backwards in the open. I said open for a year and a half. Yeah, it's been okay. open for five and a half years. So there we go. So yeah, you've been well established with two locations. And so, you know, I was thinking as you were talking about, you know, managing and hiring people, you know, I think you bring up a good thing as an entrepreneur is like, unless you're sitting on a load of cash and you can put all these things in place, I don't think it's actually the recipe for success. 
because you really do have to start with kind of the bare minimum. And as you say, you don't know what you don't know, but as you go, it's like it's, you're building that foundation and then things just, you know, as the business succeeds, things get better and better. And then you're able to pull away and then rely on more people to kind of do those things. Like you say, that can play to maybe the weaknesses that you have that are strengths for others. So it looks like you've been able to capture that with Insta Physique. Yeah. And like you said, too, I'm, I'm actually really grateful for those beginning years and me needing to be mm-hmm. in the business so much because that's where I, you know, I think often um, founders or business owners, when they open, if, if you're not spending all that time in the business, even as you grow, it's hard to know, you know, have your pulse on what's happening and what the needs of the clients are, um, you know, ways that you can improve. And so I'm constantly um Every day that I'm in the business, always noticing, you know, things that we can improve upon um, and also just having that connection with customers um, because they'll tell you. So, um, you know, all the feedback we love and welcome and you need to be in the trenches to to really understand where you want to take the business and the steps that need to be taken. Okay, so then you're you're in your location in Sacramento, your first one, Mm -hmm. and then, you know, Roseville obviously happens. So take me through expansion, right? Because you get set and that's your baby and you're putting all your energy and then you're like, oh, let's open up a second one. Take me through that process. Yeah, that was new too, because I thought, um, you know, I had Sacramento running at that point and we were doing uh-huh. well. And then when I opened um, the Roseville location, what you think having a second location is, at least for me, and actually doing that were two completely different things. It was um, <laughs> rather than an extension, it felt like opening a whole new business from point A. Um, yeah. But good. It was, a you know, I learned some good lessons. Um, staffing is important. So, um, you know, we went into it, I think, with the thought of we would be sharing staff in between the two and that that deemed to be very challenging. Um, and then it's a whole mm-hmm. different community too. So the way you yes. market and um, yeah, it's, it's different. Um, so the way you may package things or message things is going to be different based on your audience, of course. And, um, and so the community here is a little bit different than in Sacramento, even though they're not that far away. Um, so that was a learning process as well too. Um, and it's fun. Like I, I'm out here one day a week um, to teach right now. Um, and then we've got a great staff that's here too. And so I enjoy, I enjoy having both locations and the two different feeling businesses. Okay. So what are those differences? Isn't that, that's a strange concept, but it's so true for those that live in the capital city, Sacramento and Roseville are separated by like a couple of miles, but I know exactly what you're talking about. You know, it's like there are differences. So are there any of those that you can hit on? I just know the vibe and energy has to be different. That's not a bad thing. It just means they have their own energy. Yeah, definitely. Um, when I opened the studio in Roseville, um, I think one of the bigger challenges for my specific business was that um, people here were used to big box gyms. So, you know, you've got mm. the big lifetime and um, just a lot of bigger gyms. And so boutique fitness, although there were boutique fitness studios, it was just not as well known. So things like booking a class online, and it was just a different, you know, we had to educate people on what we do. Mm. Um, and what the benefits are of coming to a smaller boutique fitness studio, which is that connection and, um, you know, being able to really get to know people and their goals and help them with that. 
um, the accountability factor too. So there was a lot of educating going on um, and then having mm-hmm. to be creative with different ways to reach people because um, we're not the cheapest studio around. And um, mm-hmm. so if you're dealing with an audience that maybe likes to look for more um, like coupons and promos and things like that, mm-hmm. um, you know, how do you align that with providing the value that you provide? Um, yeah. So definitely had to get creative with different ways to do outreach. Um, and the clients here are great. Like we've really, um, I've noticed in the last two years too, we've got a big influx of people moving in from the Bay area. Um, yes. Who are familiar with boutique fitness and um, have mm-hmm. done similar workouts. And so that's been, it's been interesting to notice just the change in the area out here the last couple of years. Yeah. Sacramento is um, always felt like it's been, um, you know, people there are just so supportive yeah. of the fitness community. So um, I think a lot of us that own fitness studios there just relish the fact that we have clients that go to all of us and love it. And um, people are just very apt to try things and supportive. Yeah. And that's the thing is that you're Sacramento too. So a lot of people know you. And a big thing for me too is, and a big mantra that I use within my business is there's no competition. There's enough for us all. And I think you hit on that with Sacramento because mm-hmm. there's so much out there. And yes, you have something unique, but it's like you're welcome to that to say, you know what? We're all in this together. Can you hit on that? Because I think people miss that, that competition piece. It's like, I think people need to throw that out the window and just be your best version of yourself. I totally agree. Because, um, you know, people always aren't just looking for one thing too. And so you got to meet them where they're at. And Mm -hmm. like you said, we're all better together. Um, and specifically, like I even have our staff, people come in and they say, you know, Oh, I did, you know, CrossFit for example, and, um, got hurt or I did this. And, you know, now I'm coming for you. We never want to talk down about someone else's business or workout. So it's always, you know, this complements whatever else you're doing. You like to spin. That's great. Like this is going to, you know, strengthen your glutes and your backside. It's going to make you a faster spinner. Um, you run perfect. We're going to, you know, help you open your hips and give you a stronger core. Um, so we look at it, we complement each other basically. Mm-hmm. And there, like point. you said, there is room for everyone that we can all complement each other. Okay. So the last piece of this is that Sacramento, you open up. Okay. Roseville, you open up. And then in Sacramento, you realize we don't have enough space. And so that's the last piece I'd love for you to take me through is like, now you've kind of gotten the hang of it, but now you're going to move to a totally different facility that obviously is going to give you more room. How was that? Yeah. Um, Yeah. So I was coming up at the end of my five-year lease for my original location in Sacramento. Mm -hmm. Um, I only opened with 10 megaformers. They're uh, very expensive pieces of equipment. And that Mm -hmm. was how I opened, but I quickly realized like our classes were waitlisting for weeks and we were losing people because they couldn't get in to class. Um, So that's kind of the limitation of my business is that it's not like a yoga studio or a spin studio where you can have, you know, 30 plus people in the space at once. Um, But I knew that I needed a little bit bigger space. Um, Ideal amount of machines for me was 14, which I now have in Sacramento. Um, So I didn't really want to leave. Like that was my space I opened with, you know, you have this connection with it and, we had done well there and um, I had actually looked at maybe expanding in that center. Um, it didn't work out. I had my eyes across the street on a building that sat empty for years um, because uh-huh. it's a standalone building, but it was way too big. Um, so I just kind of kept my eyes on it. And as I went through negotiations with my um, previous landlord and um, 
anyway, long story short, we I ended up taking the jump and taking on that whole space across the street on Faro. Wow. We a lot of work. Um, so we worked uh-huh. on it for months um, and then opened in there in March of last year. So almost coming up on a year too for that. Um, and what I was excited about in that space was the fact that not only could I add more machines, but also we have patios now. So, you know, mm-hmm. God forbid if another pandemic ever comes up, we have outdoor space. Uh, <laughs> um, and there was another room. So my business is just in one room for megaformers, but there was another room where we could do our bounce classes and I could add recovery services. Um, where, where I've kind of gone with the business is that it's, we take what we call a prehab approach to Mm -hmm. fitness. So rather than being reactive to injuries or kind of breaking down a body, we really want to focus on building a body the right way um, without any impact on the joints. Um, And recovery is a part of that too. Our workouts really intense on the muscles. Um, And so, you know, you got to rest and you got to recover in between those workouts. Um, So through a lot of research and just time spent, um, I brought in, just things that I fell in love with, which are, we do a lymphatic drainage massage roll machine. Mm. It's um, like an infrared roller. It's a full body 45 minute session that you do on this machine. So no one's touching you. Um, so we have space for that. Um, and then we have an infrared sauna as well too. So that's been fun to kind of launch the, again, feeling like opened a whole new business with, mm-hmm. with just those new services because it's a different market, um, different way of presenting things. And that's been fun. So I'm looking forward to growing that more in the coming year. Wow. I mean, Amy, this is just fascinating. Like just listening to you, I'm like, wow. I mean, the growth that you have experienced over these years. And again, we haven't even mentioned that. Well, you mentioned the word pandemic, but we haven't mentioned the pandemic. We're tired of talking about it. Yeah. But that's where our conversations took place and stuff because we were like bouncing ideas off of each other and stuff. But you know what? This is what we'll do. We're going to take a break. And when we come back, and the only thing that I want to mention in regards to the pandemic is what your takeaways were, right? Because I do believe there were a lot of pauses in terms as a business owner, things that we could look at, the pause as we like to call it and say, okay, wow, there's some things that are definitely going to be better. Uh, because of that time that we had. So we'll, that's the only way we'll just, because I know how we feel about the pandemic. So we'll take a break and come back with more. She <laughs> is Amy Brown, CEO and founder of Insta Physique, And we'll be back right after this on Experience the Bus. All right, second segment in the books. We got rapid fire right around the corner with Amy Brown of Insta Physique. Just want to give a big thank you to our sponsors. That's right, R5 Stitch and Print, along with Pit Boss Jerky and Little Whale Swim School. If you'd like to be car- become a part of the sponsorship family, like we mentioned at the top of the show, you can just head to buzzardball.com and then find, just basically click on the link there and it will show you. It says become a sponsor. Uh, Very simple. You'll see it in purple there. And then, of course, if you have any questions about sponsorship, you can reach out to me personally, and I'll be glad to help you. But again, a big thank you to our sponsors, R5 Stitch and Print. You can find them at r5print.com. They do everything I need as far as uh, screen printing and embroidery. They've got precision 
excuse me, precision stitching and large format printing, which is their success. And uh, boy, they can design a, a portfolio for you that will give you a visual. Good, good stuff. Big thank you to Troy. Pit Boss Jerky, as we mentioned before, 12 amazing flavors, uh, including one named after this program called Experience the Buzz. You can find them locally at Amy Hardware in the two locations in Sacramento, one in El Dorado Hills, and also at Knee Deep Brewery in Auburn. Or you can call, get on the order board and order your beef jerky at 916-769-6807. And then finally, Little Whale Swim School with the weather getting a little bit warmer. Uh, it's pretty exciting, but here's the cool thing about Little Whale. It's always summer at Little Whale. They are the premier swim school in Sacramento, 4106 El Camino Avenue. More information on them at littlewhaleswim.com. All right, it's time for Rapid Fire and uh, wrapping it up with our guest this week. It's Amy Brown, back to Experience the Buzz. Like what you hear so far? Make sure you never miss an episode of Experience the Buzz by clicking the subscribe button now. This podcast is made possible by listeners like you. Thank you for your support. It means everything. Now, back to the show. Well, once again, we want to thank Amy Brown, CEO and founder of InstaPhysique. We're going to put everything in the show notes, but I'll give it to you. Auditory, uh, InstaPhysique.com. They're on Instagram. It's like the lower, I don't even know what that, what's that called? Lower before InstaPhysique. Oh, um. What's that symbol called? Yeah. What's I, it called? <laughs> it's not a dash. Underscore, lower score underscore, so, okay, you yeah. know what well, underscore. <laughs> underscore there it is underscore insta physique and what's great is you know amy had talked about the education uh piece which is big especially when it comes to the mega former uh, she does a really good job on the website as well as uh, social media of being able to kind of educate you on that so you could kind of get a glimpse of what it's like uh, encourage you to try it out i'm gonna try it out that's my promise to amy i, I told her i'm gonna make that happen uh but we have come to the place called rapid fire where it's just fun questions uh you had mentioned you know you you grew up in sacramento you're a dragon sacramento dragon went to la so my question for you and i know you live here but socal or no norcal what ah. is it for you? what what <laughs> what do you like better Okay, I'm a, or are there pieces of each? Pieces of each, for sure. Um, I love the lifestyle okay. in Sacramento. It's just easy here. Um, coming from LA, I didn't realize how much chaos was in my life until I settled in Sacramento. So I take Sacramento. <laughs> <laughs> okay, cool. Um, I always like to know sports allegiances. You know, like you know, baseball, basketball, football. Are what is it for you? Basketball. Of course, Steve. Basketball. We're big yeah, basketball okay, fans. Of course. So yeah. you're a king. <laughs> Thank you. I, you know, okay. But like Kings, are you a, I'm a Kings big Kings fan? fan? I'm a, also a big Lakers fan too, though. So yeah. That's right. See, that's tough. That's tough. tough but know. more forgivable. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, more forgivable now. So if you go to Disneyland, uh, what is your favorite ride at Disneyland? You know what's... Or, or it could be California Adventure. You know what's funny? I haven't been there in, in probably 10 years. So... Um, I don't know. I don't have a favorite ride. I got to get back there. I did um, many years of Legoland and like Universal and avoided the crowds at Disneyland. But I actually saw your um, group churro reviews and it made me want to go back. So. <laughs> <laughs> I remember I love Space All Mountain. Right, so I think that's going away or gone down. <laughs> No, Space Mountain is still there. It just has, I think they call it a different name, okay. but it's still, it is yeah. still there. It's a classic. So we'll, we'll go with that one for sure. Okay. Great. So, um, you know, downtime, your CEO, your founder, you're busy and stuff. 
What is your like downtime activity outside of, you know, having to be the, the mother of your great son? That's pretty much it. Sadly, my life's pretty boring. I, um, I like to read. I love, um, <laughs> I can find time to work on my own fitness or wellness. Um, I love that. Um, and then, um, just, you know, spending time outdoors. Okay. Yeah. All right. And the last one, uh, latest or best either Netflix. Well, now there's so many streaming services, but I'll say Netflix binge, which are like latest or best binge. Um, I don't watch too much TV, but I recently, and I know I'm late to the game and this got into Cobra Kai. So that's the only thing I've binged okay. recently, yep. which has been fun. Kind of brings you back to the eighties. <laughs> okay. Yes. Yeah. Yes. In a very corny yes. way. So it is corny, but the way they did it is like, it, it, it makes sense for like people totally, like you yeah. and I were like, yeah, okay. We understand Stan, what's going there. Well, Amy, I want to thank you so much for this opportunity. And, uh, you know, I'm just, I want to say congratulations, like way to go. It is so good to see the success that you've had, uh, with not one, but two locations. And, uh, you mentioned a third location. Can you give us, can you give us anything on the third location? I don't have one yet, but, um, it's definitely in the goals for the year, at least to look okay. into that. So, um, oh. yeah, hopefully. Okay. All right. So, well, and that leads into this is like, what are your goals outside of maybe that third location popping up? What's, what are some things that you've put on the list where you say you're continually learning? Maybe share that with us. Um, for that, it's just continuous to build a, a better experience. So, um, my number one yeah. job is always just looking at ways that customer experience, like how can we improve it? Um, and so mm -hmm. then I think the growth comes, comes from that. So, um, I go back and forth though, if I want to continue to grow and add more, to, <laughs> more to my job or to, you know, just settle in and continue improving what I have. So, um, but I love it though. I think, um, you know, we have a lot of opportunities to expand and, um, so I am looking forward to what's to come, whatever that is. That's great. That's great. Okay. Well, there she is. Amy Brown, uh, great conversation. Hope you enjoyed it as much as I did. And what we'll do is we'll take a break and we'll come back with a final word. Amy, thank you for being on. Thanks, Steve. All right. We'll take a break and be back right after this. Like what you hear so far? Make sure you never miss an episode of Experience the Buzz by clicking the subscribe button now. This podcast is made possible by listeners like you. Thank you for your support. It means everything. Now, back to the show. All right, there you have it. It is Amy Brown, InstaPhysique. Wasn't that a great conversation? A lot of fun. CEO, founder of InstaPhysique. Definitely has her niche all centered around the mega former. But wasn't it cool that she mentioned that it's not a fitness business? It's more of a community building business. I love that. And that is a big takeaway that I can take as a small business owner. And for you out there, uh, hopefully you're able to grab some tips or two uh, that you can put in your notes if you're thinking about opening a business. Uh, good, good stuff. So I can tell you and preview for you that we will have a guest next week. Uh, it is going to be Steve Meta. I don't know if he goes by Steve, Stevie, or Steven now. I knew him as Stevie Meta, and check this out. He's only 11 years old. That's right. This kid is playing on the junior PGA Tour, played 41 events last year, and just ramped up to start the 2023 schedule. The kid is good. 
And it's so cool because he was in my PE class and here he is doing big things. And he has agreed to come on and have a conversation with, for him, Mr. Buzzard. And it should be a lot of fun as we talk about his journey uh, in this very unique experience centered around the game of golf. So that is it. That's all we have for you today. And of course, uh, again, we want to thank our sponsors uh, our big sponsors, of course, R5 Stitch and Prince, along with Little Will Swim School, and then Pit Boss Jerky. That's all I got for now. Talk to you next time, everybody. Goodbye, everyone. Thank you for joining Steve this week on Experience the Buzz. Steve would love to hear from you. Leave a review or contact Steve directly with any questions at scbuzzard at gmail.com. To see the other adventures of Steve Buzzard, be sure to visit buzzardball.com. <laughs>